Did you say astronomically or gastronomically? Yeah. Gastronomically. <laughs> gastronomically. Yeah, you guys are doing food pairings on this next tour, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. A little chef demo on the side of stage, moon, I think. Moon, moon, moon. Hey guys, James Wilson-Taylor here for Rock Sound. Def Havana are back. There's a brand new single and a new album on the way. And I'm delighted to say that via Zoom, we have James and Matt on the line right now. How are you, gentlemen? Good, thank you. Ooh, yeah, yeah, good to see you both. Good to see you both. So much to kind of talk about at the minute. Before we kind of get into it, I suppose, how are you guys feeling now that, you know, you've both been away from this for a little minute? It must be kind of weird, but nice to, to be back in the swing, kind of things actually starting to roll again in the world of Death of Anna, right? It's it's good, man. Like it's, It gives me a reason to like wake up again, which is always nice. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, but it it feels, it does feel a bit weird, but yeah, it's 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 good, but I've I've got a little bit of anxiety at having the thought of having to actually just do um, anything and and <laughs> again, really, <laughs> like I don't know how it works. What's a gig? <laughs> I think we've all got that feeling at this point, right? After these last couple of years, we're all blowing the cobwebs away a little bit, man. Um, but let's get to like I say, really exciting times. A lot to get stuck into. Let's begin with the single, which by the time people are seeing this, people will be able to go in here and check out. It's called Going Clear. Um, I'll, I'll start with you, James. You know, I know this this has taken on a bit of a different meaning for you and obviously very, very personal story. But from what I understand, you've kind of had at least some kind of idea of what this song would be for a little while now, right? Yeah. Um. So when were we? I think it was, when did we release Rituals? 2017 or 2018? 2018. Yes, so I've had this song since, not this whole song, but like a verse and a half and a chorus since maybe winter of 2018 you, I mean, sent, I, you sent it to me in august of 2019 i remember you know okay well perhaps i had it then but i'm not basically i've had it for ages so um yeah I, initially like i didn't really know what it was for i think it was i think we were getting pushed a bit to write new mm. songs after rituals so i think I, I tried it for that but then i kind of i just forgot about it and went off it and then yeah it, it it turned into a song I actually like now, which is always a bonus. Yeah, <laughs> always a good thing. Yeah, I, I remember. I th- I thought it was the best sort of rock song you'd you'd written. I, I think at the time, and it it basically kept me wanting to be in the band for the next couple of months. It's a lot more interesting now, though. It's got like at the, when I when I initially wrote it, it was literally just like chords and mm. a basic drum part. Now it's actually like a song, and it's a lot more interesting. Yeah, and it's it's definitely very reflective of the uh, of the kind of record as a whole, really. I mean, we can talk about the the themes and stuff in a minute, and the, the things that kind of been going on with the band as a whole. But like, just musically, I've listened through to this whole record, man. It's it's like a different band in a lot of ways. It's, there's definitely elements of you guys, and you can definitely cite moments in the past that are in here. But my God, you're really playing with like a, a really guitar driven big I, I hate using the word anthemic because it's overused but my god it's anthemic man there's there's big big sing-along choruses throughout this it's really exciting you know when did I guess that sound or wanting to push towards that side of what you guys have done when did that start to click um I don't really know because it just, just, just sort of came out I think right? it, 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 yeah it did come out because the first song we had for this before we even decided we were going to do an album or anything Matty had written 19 Dreams, which is track two. And that has a big chorus. It's probably bigger now because we've just like, obviously when you record an album properly, it sounds better than the demo. Normally. It sounds better than the stuff I've recorded through a shoebox, basically. I don't know. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it just, I think it was just like a natural, I think our songwriting has just evolved into that naturally happening because we've just 
done it for a fair amount of time. But I don't really know, like, because there's moments on there which are the least anthemic we've ever had, I think. Like, there's very, there's some understated choruses and there's some bits yeah. really intricate. And that comes from a lot, a lot comes from May. But I, th- I don't know, I think it, it all happened. We wrote it so quickly that it kind of just, it took on shape very quickly, I think. And I think, but the first one we really thought about as anthemic was a song called On The Wire. When we when we wrote that, we were like, okay, don't know what this yeah. is. We couldn't figure out if it sounded like Kings of Leon or if it sounded like Katy Perry or both. I don't know what it was. It just it just came out in a, and I love it now. Yeah, no, I hear a lot of like Foo Fighters style on there. I know I've obviously been an influence on you guys in the past, but like it's definitely that big, big driving guitar rock sound, which is really, really nice to hear from you guys. And like you say, haven't heard in a minute. And uh, I guess that's maybe a good place to start in terms of talking about where you guys are at now is um, is going back to rituals for a minute, because I know that you guys... I don't want to say mixed opinions on it among among the band camp, but you certainly have strong opinions about what worked and what didn't. But what's fascinating about it is that it spawned a lot of your biggest moments as a band, you know, the Brixton gig and like mm-hmm. big festival moments, a big radio play and all this kind of stuff. And there's definitely so much to like about that record, as I've told you guys at the time. Um, I guess the question is, when you were going into this new record, what were the positives and what were the things that you took away from that experience that have that have kind of fed into what you're doing now? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a there's a bunch really. Like, I I credit a lot of what I've learned about songwriting from from that time and and the way we approached that then, um, and both good and bad, um, and just learning a bunch of things, but also about how like because when you make a record, that's like your time. But it's like a stamp in time that you're then going to live in for a bit. If if you know what I mean, that's going to be what you. T- tour and what all your conversations with lovely people like yourself are, are going to be about right and rituals whilst having its moments whilst we made it um it, it didn't it was from it was quite a negative period still and I feel like that inevitably kind of seeps through and keeps going if you know what I mean and that's kind of the direct antithesis to to what it was like making this record where we were just focusing on pretty much the joy of getting lost in the songs that we had and trying to make them the best they could be. Whereas like so much of Rituals was just um, shoving it together to make sure we hit a deadline. Exactly, exactly that. This was the absolute opposite of that. And another big thing for me was I wanted to use real instruments again because like on Rituals, yeah, there's moments of it which I love and I do like the songs, but it was all, it's all computer based. Like even the guitars are probably digital. The, the, yeah. the synths are all plugins, digital plugins. There's no real like outboard gear. Whereas, yeah. Whereas well, this is all, apart from one or two things, this is all like real synths where we manually yeah. fucked with the controls and stuff. And it's just, can I swear? Yeah, of course you can swear. Yeah. <laughs> the internet, man, there's no rules. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah this was just, I just, I just wanted it to sound a bit more like substantial and a bit more earthy. I don't know, I don't know how to describe. Yeah, I'd use as well, Jim. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah well, it's, it's, I, I reckon there's, there's probably on each song more synths than there were on on rituals, but they are like actual instruments. Um, but like, I mean, what's the doing anything if you can't learn from it one way or another? I, I guess, um, and the the. the further we've got from it i feel like the more we have learned and are still learning from rituals really 
Yeah, it's funny you say like more grounded and earthy because James, as you just said a minute ago, this came around quite quickly. It sounds like there were quite quick sections, you know, and then to be able to achieve something that you guys are proud of that kind of sits there in a bit of a weightier, uh, mm-hmm. weightier mood set. It doesn't necessarily always happen when you're you're able to to really hit the ground running at that Absolutely. kind of top speed. Yeah. Well, like, so let's not confuse quick with rushed. Like ri- ri- yeah, that's the phrase. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ri- rituals was quick, but it was it was also rushed. There was not a single point in this in this writing or recording process where either Matty or I felt like we needed to meet a deadline. We weren't. We tried stuff, didn't work. We tried other stuff, did work. Like it, it, there was no rush to get this finished. And also, you got to bear in mind that like the whole time that we were broken up, pretty much, Matty had been writing. So there was a Matty had a couple of finished songs already, and I had I I wrote. There's a song called Nevermind, and I wrote it really really quickly. So we, the, we we I think like a lot of I don't know what it was, but like something happened. We were just I, in the right place mentally. And we just it just came together naturally and really quickly. Yeah, well, I, I we've definitely gotten into a groove of of working and like making the most out of the hours in each day. Yeah, but um, for, for me, the main thing was that we were going in, we were confident with the songs that that, and so we knew that realistic. Like there are a few songs we completely redid, but melodies for the most part and structures stayed the same. We just change like what we did with them a few tempos whatever um and so that was never like that's that's like the foundations of a building like we never had to structurally like mess with take it. it back to zero and change that we we knew we had like good songs really as, according to us and so that gave us a real solid base to just play around as as james said yeah no it makes a lot of sense you can certainly hear that kind of playfulness in there is it's you know it's got some very heavy moments both lyrically and musically but there's a lightness of touch to a lot of this as well which is really really nice to see and i think that's certainly a testament to the fact you know you've, you've alluded to it already you guys are in a very good place now and you've been very very open even in the little statements have been put out about that it's been a rough few years you know it really has been you know some darker darker moments in there and obviously we're looking at a very different lineup of the band now too um, I guess my question there is, you know, talk to me about really the place you guys are at now, because it feels like you really have overcome those obstacles and and are in a kind of healthy place. Talk to me, I guess, about that. And I guess about rebuilding that confidence as a, as a duo now, effectively. Yeah, I mean, a lot of mine came from re- reducing and then stopping drinking because I had to sort of like learn to do stuff again. And when you learn to do stuff without the, the false confidence of, of drugs or alcohol, it, it builds actual confidence and actual self-belief, which I've never had before. So a lot of the reason why I feel so confident is because I know I did everything in the clear head. I did everything in my right mind and it's, and it works out better than ever before. And it, I'm more proud of it because of that. So a lot, a lot of my personal uh, reason for being in a much better headspace is because of that. In terms of going forward as a duo, in the studio, it was pretty easy because like me and Matty historically have pretty much written everything anyway. And a lot of the time it was just me and him in the studio anyway. So it wasn't that different. But live, we don't really know what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to, like we have some people in mind to, to come and help us out and play with us. But as far as we're aware, it's just going to stay officially us. So they will, it, we'll just get like friends or session musicians to come and help us live 
Yeah, it's exciting to see how it develops, man. It really is. And it's going to be interesting with those live shows. We know we've got a slam dunk lined up at the very least, which obviously has been very good to you boys in the past. You know, that's got to be a nice, a nice place to have, uh, you know, that spot in the calendar again, right? Yeah, definitely. And and I said this to someone yesterday, like it, it feels, it's pretty familiar because we've been there so many times. So it's a nice, like, if that, if that is a comeback show or whatever, like it's a nice, welcoming, warm place, you know? Yeah, definitely a good place to start things back up there for sure. Um, in terms of the album, another question I have, you know, I always ask people about this, but I am genuinely, genuinely fascinated by album titles. I love to know why people choose those phrases to sum up a new era. So the present is a foreign land. Talk to me, boys. Why was that the phrase you think sums up this collection of songs? Uh, well, that, that that's the, the title of, well, it's the title track as well. And um, I... At, that was one of the songs I'd, I'd, I'd written and like previously before we even knew we were going to do anything. And um, it, the more I got into it, the more I was like, oh no, this, this would work as a Death of Anna song. If like, it, it really would. And then we got to doing it and I just, it, it, it was a phrase that just kept going around in my mind to really describe how I felt about everything and how I just, I felt really baseless and disconnected from everyday life and confused and just not really understanding anything like at all um and i i I don't know i don't think i'm alone in that but i mean maybe all periods of time are as strange and transient as this one but i do feel like potentially this is particularly fucking odd um and i don't know it, it just really seemed to encapsulate it and so and so much of what we inevitably write about is bridged in in the past I guess and I don't know it just felt interesting to look somewhere else I guess I'm I'm rambling it's good I also think that even if you don't know what it's about or what it means to us personally just based on like Covid everyone can relate to it because Oh, gotcha. The rules are constantly changing. We have no idea what we're doing. And that is essentially what that title means, I think. Here's what I want to kind of leave you with, boys, is that uh, is really what the kind of grander ambitions are and grander plans, because I've seen you say in these kind of early press releases and stuff that as much as this is, I mean, it's just so great to see you guys as happy and as healthy as you are and in this kind of really, really positive place. But beyond that, in terms of band ambitions, You've, you've clearly got those ambitions that you want to go bigger, don't you? You want mm-hmm. this to be a bigger moment, right? Talk to me about what the kind of aims are for, for getting on those bigger stages and everything. Well, they're ex- exactly that. I, I want to get on bigger stages. I want to grow it worldwide. I want to try and just... It's basic. It's a basic want and a basic ambition, but I just want to attract more fans wherever we possibly can. And, and now I'm more focused and more positive and actually up for it whereas before I was just there for the ride really but now I have an actual there's a there's a focus that we've got now I think that um has been lacking but yeah the goal is that this becomes the biggest album and we have like a later in life I I, I was I always get depressed I'm like I'm 31 now Matt is not very old he's he's still as youth on his side but I'm 31 I'm like shit if we were going to make it we would have by now but then I I found that these websites online listing people that got famous after like 35 and I was like, okay, maybe we can still do it. 
So my yeah, my if I'm thinking like big, my ambition is that this becomes the biggest record and we get astronomically bigger off this. It's good to have that drive. It's not just about focus, isn't it? It's the drive and the ambition. Did you say astronomically or gastronomically? Gastronomically. (laughs) Gastronomically. Yeah, you guys are doing food pairings on this next tour, right? Yeah, there you go. A little chef demo on the side of stage, I think. (laughs) It's what the people have been wanting for so long. Um, Boys, congrats on this record, truly, genuinely. It's really, really nice to hear what you guys have been achieving. I'm looking forward to these live shows, looking forward to seeing what form they take, and we will catch you at Slam Dunk, if not before, all right? Amazing. Thank you very much, man. Nice, man. Good to see you, boys. James and Matt, everybody.